Hey, hey, beautiful mamas. Welcome back to the show. And I just wanted to say, you might have noticed that Tuesday I didn't have an episode. I'm gonna be posting episodes on Wednesday once a week for a little while. I'm just scaling back from two times a week to once a week like I did in the beginning because I'm adding a few things into my business and I need to make room for that. But hopefully I'll have a bonus episode here and there. And when I'm able to make time to have two episodes a week again, then I will absolutely do that. But we talk about this a lot on the podcast podcast, making room for what matters most and looking at your schedule and seeing when things need to be shifted and also knowing where to let go so you can grow and also knowing how to swap and subtract either permanently or for a season. So don't worry, I'm still here, I'm showing up and I'm going to be posting episodes on Wednesdays. It'll be like that little middle of the week hump day <laughs> professional development boost that you need, okay? <laughs> now today's show is the first part in a three-part series that I'm really excited about on team building success. And in true smarter not harder fashion, I'll be teaching you a powerful and purposeful method to help you and your team simplify and systemize the prospecting process with a better together approach called a team prospecting group. Now, this isn't your team group that your upline has or your director has where all of your team get together and you learn and grow together. No, no, no. This is different. (laughs) So hang with me here in case you're wondering, oh, what is a team prospecting group? Or I have a team prospecting group, but I'm not sure how to use it well. Or my upline has a team prospecting group, but it's not active. I'm gonna be going over those things (laughs) in today's episode and I'm telling you, this is something that you need to have in place to simplify this process for both yourself as a leader and your team so that everyone on your team can have success when it comes to prospecting customers and of course, growing their own teams by learning how to recruit in this better together, united team approach. But first, a listener review. Hannah Faith writes, Melody has outdone herself. She provided such incredible productivity and time management strategies for the faith-led entrepreneur. We definitely need this while living in a go, go, go world. We'll be listening to this show more. Thank you so much for your review, Hannah. Please email me at support at AbundantMomLife.com for a special giveaway from me to say thank you. And if you're finding value in this podcast, I'd be truly grateful if you take a few moments to leave a written podcast review and share this podcast with your business peeps and your team. Every share, follow, or subscribe and review helps more mom bosses find this podcast and begin to have breakthroughs in growing their business and mom life abundance. Together, we can empower mamas to grow the abundant business and mom life they desire and deserve. To leave a written Apple Podcast review, find this show in the Apple Podcast app, scroll down till you see the reviews, and then find the purple text that says, write a review. Click on that purple text, type your review into the box, and be sure to hit your stars before you submit. Plus, your review enters you into our monthly giveaway. I read every review and I truly appreciate every single one. So thank you in advance. Welcome to the Abundant Mom Life for Network Marketers show, where we choose to grow a successful and sustainable business 
from the crazy caffeine-filled comfort of home using flexible productivity strategies that simplify, optimize, and systemize our business and mom life. Hi, I'm Melody Bishop, a Jesus-loving boy mom, former teacher, turned top 1% network marketer, turned entrepreneur. I believe you can slay your day without being a slave to the hustle. If you're ready to get your time freedom back and design the life you love, you're in the right place. It's time to rise up, know your worth, and live abundantly. As a top leader in network marketing, I was often in the business of training other leaders in my company, and the topic of discussion that would often arise would go something like this. I can sponsor myself, but how can I get my team to sponsor their own team? Perhaps you are that leader who has asked or pondered on that question. Or maybe you're an aspiring leader who wants to learn how to grow a strong lineage herself. No matter your stage or level in growing your team, learning how to grow a healthy and strong lineage that spreads out both deep and wide will not only accelerate your business and overall team growth, but it will also help you and your team grow your paychecks in a massive way. And when your team's paycheck is growing, you know your leadership is making a direct impact on the life of each consultant and their families. Not to mention the spark of motivation, confidence, belief, and momentum that flows from a lineage who is not just using their business to survive, but thrive. That type of excitement and growth is contagious. Before you know it, that one spark has lit fires all over your team and you've got a blaze of fired up teammates on your hands. There are many strategies you can implement to help light a fire under the butts of your team, but one of the most underutilized and powerful methods to simplify and systemize a better together approach to customer and team prospecting is to leverage the benefits of Facebook groups on a whole nother level by using a team prospecting group with your lineage. So you might be wondering, what is a team prospecting group anyway? A team prospecting group is a Facebook group where your whole lineage is invited to join, be an active participant, and invite potential new customers, existing customers, and potential new teammates to take part in a solutions-based event or an opportunity event. These events happen on a regular basis, and in between these events, you'll have value posts and other things that help with engagement and nurturing that community. This group is a central hub where the power of numbers and your team working better together can showcase what makes not only your company and product special, but what makes your team stand out above the rest. A team prospecting group is a place where your leads, no matter what step they are at in the nurturing prospect process of your funnel, can be immersed in a value-saturated community of breakthroughs, transformation, and inspiration along with some education that's really tailored and specific sprinkled in there as well. 
So why is a team prospecting group so powerful? Well, first, there's power in numbers. The more excited peeps you have in a group, the more excited peeps you will attract to your group. As the numbers grow and the engagement blossoms, you'll find you've created something special, a group that has evolved into a true community. When more group members are excited and engaged inside the group, they share more, they invite more, they encourage more, they become invested to stay in the group because they are getting so much value and they just don't want to leave. And instead of the time it takes for one person to grow their own group to the point of contagious excitement and engagement, you have a group of teammates each sharing a small part in using their own unique strengths and gifts to give back to the community and serve them well. You've probably heard the term, the phrase, many hands make for less work. And when you recognize the giftings of members on your team and invite them to step out and use those strengths to contribute to a cause, you'll find they are much more likely to enjoy being a part of your team and they have a sense of ownership in being an integral part of your team community. Letting your teammates know that you see them and you recognize what makes them special as an important member of your team increases team retention and encourages a more positive and professional team culture as well. So what does a team prospecting group look like? The idea behind a team prospecting group is to offer tailor-made theme solution events that touch on a specific pain point and offer value-based transformations using tips, advice, and product solutions. These events become a group effort and depending on the size of your team and the number of teammates who are willing to participate, you could run these events on a quarterly, every other month, or even monthly basis. For example, with my first company, we began using a team prospecting group and would host themed events to help you simplify and organize your home and life in style. One event was a bedroom closet mini makeover challenge. Another was an on-the-go solutions challenge. And we also had a very popular back to school solutions challenge. When you find certain events, challenges, workshops, whatever you want to call them inside of your team prospecting group, when you find the ones that are really popular, you can repeat those every single year, which then of course helps systemize the process of not recreating the wheel every single time you want to have an event. You just update the post, update some of the verbiage, and update the event as things in your company like products and prints and scents and smells and things like that change. So for each challenge, I would reach out to teammates who I thought would be a good fit to share solutions. Based on the challenge and their strengths or their niche, I would give them a few topics to choose from that aligned with the challenge so that they could pick the topic that they felt most confident in sharing. Usually three of us from the team would go live in the challenge and share our tips and our solutions. Everything tied together under the main mini makeover challenge theme. Prior to the inviting teammates to join the group, I asked them to fill out a simple Google form survey which asked questions to help me get to know what themes and topics they would feel most comfortable sharing. And I would ask each teammate to commit to engaging in the group, especially during events, to help boost post visibility, create meaningful conversations, and answer questions from their guests. 
The team would then invite their customers and leads to the event, and in each video and solutions post, we would direct them to get with the consultant who invited them for order information. We'd follow this same process when we had our opportunity events as well. We would direct them to the consultant who invited them for more information on how to join that consultant's team. That way, there was no competition for customers and no worry that someone might accidentally shop with the wrong consultant because we did not post anybody's shopping links inside of the group. The consultant, that is their job to follow up with their members, their guests who they invited to the group with that sort of information. So using this group, your team can see how to sell by serving in action. Their leads get to be a part of a value-based event without them having to create and set up the event all on their own. Members and guests get to stay in the group so they're able to participate in every single challenge workshop event that you have inside the group. So that way if they happen to miss one or maybe one certain event theme doesn't align with them, they can wait until the next one pops around or you could even house past events, which is what we would do inside the guides of the group so that whenever you have someone join the group and they're interested in a certain type of um, solution, you can tag them on that past events videos and then they can kind of be sold for you and reach out to you when they're ready. The posts and videos and purposeful call to actions nurture organic conversations that help consultants ease into serving and solving for each customer's specific needs. And they can do this simply by getting to know their pain points from comments inside the event. Now we make it clear from the get-go with consultants that you are only supposed to reach out to those who you invited or if you know that you invited someone to the group and they invited some people, which it's really easy with Facebook these days to see who are mutual friends and figure out who belongs with who. And in our group, I never had an issue with this. Sometimes I'd have consultants, you know, popping in and answering questions, but they would never try and prospect someone else's person. You know who you invited to the group and you know how to go ahead and check and if you don't know that's because you're not keeping track of prospecting with a follow-up tracker and you are not being organized and you need to be more organized. Now on the occasion you might have someone join the group because they searched for it and they found it and when that happens I would just let that person whoever it was kind of find their consultant from the group based on whoever they aligned with and resonated with all on their own. So having such a powerful tool for your team to tap into and share their expertise when they are ready, okay? <laughs> so not everybody on the team would share, but after a while, I'd be like, okay, I'd, I'd reach out to people who I thought might be ready. Sometimes they just need you to ask them <laughs> because they want to, sometimes they don't have the belief in themselves that you think they would be good enough to share a live or to share inside of the group and they just need your confidence as their leader in them. So I would sometimes reach out to people specifically and say, hey, I really think that you'd be a good fit for this upcoming challenge or workshop that we're having. Would you be willing to share on this topic? Don't be afraid to ask. <laughs> just 
just like when we're um, teaching how to, you know, ask people and make sure that you are asking in our business, okay? You have to do the same thing as a leader. You have to not be afraid to ask your team to share a little bit of the ownership. And of course, you'll find that they are really excited and really proud that you recognize their strengths and that you actually see them, especially if you have a large team. But you can even do this if you have a small team too. So we used a similar approach when hosting our live opportunity events about joining your company and joining whoever invited them, their consultants team. We use a similar approach when hosting these type of events inside the same group. So everything happens in the same group. So that way the numbers are growing, the excitement is growing, everything is contagious. We organize things in the guide so people can easily tag their, their leads, their potential new teammates on the appropriate videos, on the appropriate guides where they can go ahead, watch those things on their own time, learn about you know the solutions, learn about the company, and then you know when they reach out to you, you don't have to explain everything to them and feel like you're trying to convince them. They've already convinced themselves by watching all of these different things inside of the group, seeing the culture, seeing the team community, and when they reach out to you, you pretty much just have to make sure that you are guiding them toward the solution or the opportunity that best fits them. So it takes out a lot of that extra work. And guess what happens when you make it simpler for your team to prospect and recruit? They prospect and recruit more. <laughs> so when we had opportunity events, we would usually do them once a month. And sometimes it's important to maybe pick a certain day, like the first Monday of the month, the first Wednesday of the month, the last Thursday of the month, and stick with that because consistency breeds results. <laughs> so one of us, one of the leaders, would go live and share the opportunity and what makes our company so special and also what makes our team special along with any type of enrollment options or current specials. We'd also have a short little Q&A at the end if necessary. And in the days leading up to the event, we would post consultant testimonials. These are so, so powerful, way more powerful than the actual opportunity live because people want to hear from real life people, their real life stories, okay, and find someone that they can resonate with. So in their words, I would share consultant testimonials and they would just talk about, the consultants would just talk about how the journey with their company, with the company has impacted their life and the life of their family. Speaking from the heart, that's all I would ask them to do. At the end of the live opportunity video, we'd share a blog page that I created with an FAQ, frequently asked questions, and ask guests to tag their consultant or reach out to her if they'd like more info. I'm telling you, this FAQ blog was a game changer for my team because it had all of the regular questions that you would get from people who are interested in joining. So again, when you go to talk to a prospect or a potential new teammate, you don't wanna to have to waste that time answering questions that you can use something, some type of a system or a process to do that work for you. You wanna spend that time getting to know them, letting them know that you see them, you understand them, you know where they're coming from, and figuring out how you can meet their specific needs or encourage them, support them, give them confidence and belief, and let them know that you're going to walk away 
alongside them, etc. They're not going to give you a lot of time in Messenger to chat with them because it feels weird, it's awkward, even if you're doing it in an organic way. So you have to make sure you are making the most of that time in Messenger and you're not wasting the short amount of time that they're going to give you in Messenger chatting about the things that are really not important that they can go ahead and read an FAQ blog, they can watch a video, they can look at a post that you tag them on, etc. Make the most of Messenger. <laughs> Maybe that should be a t-shirt, right? <laughs> Hashtag make the most of Messenger. And yes, with both types of events, whether it is a type of challenge or workshop that's solutions based around your products and you know educating, et cetera, or an opportunity event that talks about your company's opportunity, we would have a special giveaway. You gotta have a good giveaway because incentive marketing is just smart. <laughs> and if you don't believe me, look at all the big companies they do incentive marketing. <laughs> they do incentive marketing. There are so many different companies like Kohl's Cash, or you got Old Navy Cash, then you have McDonald's Monopoly, Starbucks Rewards. Those are all different types of incentive marketing. So incentive marketing doesn't have to be expensive, doesn't have to be complicated, but you gotta do it. <laughs> you gotta do it right, and it's just smart. So not only does this type of team prospecting group model best practices for consultants so they can see it in action, allowing them space to grow at their own pace, yet still have the support to be successful without feeling as though they have to make it happen all on their own. But this type of system also simplifies team building and support for team leaders, knowing that when we're all working better together, we can empower more people while empowering each other to succeed without the hustle. And guess what happens when you simplify <laughs> this type of team building, team support process for your leaders? That's right, you have more leaders, <laughs> more people who want to be a leader because what's one of the things that you hear often as a leader when you are working on building and growing new leaders? Your consultants say, oh my goodness, I just don't have the time to be a leader. I don't know if I can do this. It seems like a lot of extra work. So if you take out a lot of the extra work for them, it becomes a lot less overwhelming, a lot less scary to be a leader, and then they can grow into their unique leadership style and their unique leadership strengths in that type of better together community at their own pace, which as leaders is kind of how it should be anyway, right? Furthermore, when you have you know leads coming into this prospecting group, this team prospecting group, and potential new teammates coming into this team prospecting group, they are going to see that your team is different. They are going to see that your team truly is a community because how many times do we hear that um, it's a sisterhood, it's a community, we're better together, we support each other, and then you get into the team and you you know it's a ghost town. You don't have any support from your upline, you don't have any support from your team, you don't have any encouragement, you don't build those relationships, or it's not enough to help support you on your business and you end up quitting, okay? So when they see this in action, 
of course they're going to be much more likely to join your company and to join the team of whoever invited them in your lineage. And I'm telling you, it's so important as a leader, as your lineage is growing, you know, everybody under you and under your leaders, that's your lineage. When your lineage is growing, you don't just focus on who you're recruiting, who your leaders are recruiting, but you really need to make sure that you are supporting your lineage from the bottom up. Everybody always thinks about supporting their lineage from the top down, but I'm telling you, your lineage erodes from the bottom up. So if you are not supporting your whole lineage, if you are not using those amazing people on your team with those amazing gifts and really being better together, your lineage will erode from the bottom up and you will feel like a hamster on a wheel, feeling like you're supporting your whole team, your whole lineage all by yourself and it's not necessary, okay? Everybody has their own strengths. Tap into those and make sure that you have a huge thriving team that isn't just you know, a team where you grow relationships that are just business-based, but that you're truly getting to know each other. And I'm not gonna talk too much about that because that's also part of what this series, <laughs> what I'm gonna talk about on this series as well is creating your team culture that will help you with team retention. But when you have this type of team prospecting group, it turns into, you know, oh, they're, they're, they're talking the talk, they're talking the talk, their team is awesome, their company is awesome, their products are awesome, how are you different? How do you stand out? How are you going to prove to them that you're gonna walk the walk? This team prospecting group is a great, simple, systemized way to show those potential new customers and potential new teammates, as well as your already existing team and your already existing customers that yes, we really mean what we say and we are showing you, we are proving this to you by the value and the community and the unity and all of the amazing goodness that we are showing you and, and giving you in this team prospecting group. Okay, let's talk about how to set up your team prospecting group for success. So you wanna make sure you set up your team prospecting group and you have it ready before, before you invite your teammates and you coach them to invite their leads. And once the group is set up, it's important to systemize and delegate as much as you can so you and your lineage can truly make the most of the group with consistency and content and connections without anyone feeling resentful or shouldering the majority of the work and without anyone getting burnt out or overwhelmed trying to maintain the integrity of the group's success all on their own. So step one, you want to pick a name. So really think carefully about picking a name come up with some ideas on your own i really like alliteration so our team was simplify and organize and style which was sos <laughs> but come up with some names and then just have a poll in your group and have everybody vote on it people love to have ownership and feel like they have a say in in your team group because if it's going to be a group for your team then let your team have a say step two create a branded team cover. So you want to think about team colors, all right? So if you don't already have team colors that go with your team name, you really want to start to think about what your team colors could be, two or three colors, pick two or three fonts, and then go into Canva and create a cover 
and everything that you create from there on out when it comes to engagement posts or you know event covers and things like that you want to stick with those and you can play around with it for a little while but you want to stick with those same two to three colors and same two to three fonts it will just make your group look more professional. And you know what? It's like a billboard, okay? So impressions count. If you go into a store, there was one time that uh, we were in Buffalo and I remember we went to Burlington Coat Factory and there were clothes all over the floor. People were stepping on them. And I'm like, I don't wanna shop here. <laughs> you don't want your group to look like that, okay? <laughs> impressions count. If you want people to take your group seriously, then you need to take it seriously and make it look good. It doesn't have to be fancy schmancy, but you want it to look you know, seamless, put together, like you actually put some thought into it. So make sure that you, in, in branding with colors and fonts is a really easy way to do that. You wanna have a clear and concise group description, okay? Make sure that you don't have any links in there, right? So no shopping links. They are going to have to reach out to their consultant to get the shopping links. So that way you don't have to worry about anybody shopping under somebody that they're not supposed to shop under. You don't have to worry about adding any links, all right? But you wanna make sure that you talk about what the group is about, what they can expect from the group, and then direct them immediately to go to the welcome post where they're going to get more of the um, really important specific information about the group. You wanna have purposeful group membership questions. So as you're thinking about the group membership questions, you have to have group membership questions or you're gonna get all these weird people in your group. You might get some spammers, you might get some bots and you just don't want that, okay? So, you know, first of all, you wanna ask a question that has to do with the theme of the group. You wanna ask them what their main struggle is with organizing their home or whatever it is that your group is gonna be about. That will help give you content ideas for your group. Then you can also ask who invited them to the group. I really encourage you to do this because you can keep track of the answers as the leader. You can create a Google Sheet or you can create a Trello board and very easily keep track of who invited them. That way there's no confusion. <laughs> and then you can say, you know, if someone writes down that someone who's not a consultant invited them, then you can go look for that person and see who their mutual friend is that's a consultant and connect them up that way. Step five is I want to encourage you to think about as the leader, as a leader, to create some sort of a freebie to generate email reminders. So you want to have some sort of an email list that, again, you're not going to use this to prospect your team's people. This is mainly for reminders when it comes to events that you can send out email reminders. So you can have some sort of a freebie that makes sense for your group where they click on that, they fill out an opt-in form, they get the freebie and they end up on the list. So you can also do this with Project Broadcast. You can do the same thing, same idea, but this is just a way for you to either email them or text them reminders, generic reminders about events that you have coming up. No links for shopping are gonna be included. This is just to remind people, a way to contact people and remind them about events that are coming up. Step number six, you wanna make sure you have a welcome video. This is gonna be the pinned post under the features tab, the featured tab. Now, Facebook changes stuff all the time, so it might not be called this. 
when you're listening to this podcast. But basically you wanna pin it so it's the first thing that they see when they join the group. And in that welcome video, you're gonna walk them through what to expect with the group, what is the group about, what's the mission of the group, and you're going to tell them where to find things, like find past events in the guides, Maybe you'll have some topics, show them where the events tab is, let them know when you have events, if you have them on a regular basis. And then you're gonna tell them, both in the video and in the post text, to tag the person who invited them in the comments below. And then you can even, if you want to, go a step further and ask them what type of topic they're most interested in and give them a little, like a choice of like three topics that are popular that you plan on sharing in the group. And that way, when you have one of those events, your consultant can look at the comments and make sure that they are messaging that person and letting them know that, hey, I saw that you said you were most interested in this topic. We're gonna have an event on that topic coming up on such or such a date. I just wanted to make sure that you know, here's the link to RSVP to the event. So again, you just wanna be intentional when you're setting things up. And then if you have a freebie, you can put it in the link to that freebie to grab that freebie in the welcome post text. And of course, mention it in your video too. But you want your welcome video to be no more than five minutes. Three minutes is the sweet spot, but you also wanna make sure that you're really intentional with what you're saying inside of your welcome video. You don't have to go into too much detail. It's just a what to expect, where to find things, Here's what's important for you to know right away. Step number seven is to have theme days for posting. You wanna have some sort of a theme days content board for this particular team prospecting group. And you're gonna come up with some theme days for posting. Now, this will also help you so you can schedule it ahead of time, all right? And you can ask your team to help you come up with ideas too. Make it a fun team post inside of your regular team group. But by having theme days for content, it will help your group to be more engaged and it will also just help make the organization process when it comes to content and the actual scheduling or publishing process when it comes to content easier because you're not constantly recreating the wheel, you can repurpose posts every single week and you don't have to feel like it's just another thing added to your plate to do. And again, step number eight is to brand post graphics. We talked a little bit about that in Canva. It doesn't have to be complicated. Canva makes it so easy. They even give you a ton of templates that you can use or pictures you can use. And as you use Canva, you'll get better at it. And maybe somebody on your team is like a Canva expert. <laughs> so let them do that. Again, delegate where possible. Which leads me to step number nine, delegate as many tasks as you can and really consider the people on your team, what their strengths are and delegate whatever you don't have to do to as many people as you can based on their strengths. And step number 10 <laughs> is to create a team group prospecting tracker and training. So you wanna have some sort of a tracker. I highly recommend Trello. And you wanna make sure that in that tracker and you have a training that goes along with it, this can be in your team group in the guide section. You can have a training that walks them through. Here's what you do. Like here's what you could say to invite people. Here are some sample posts for you to per, you know personalize. Make sure they always know they have to 
personalize it so it sounds like them. Here's what you could say to follow up with people, etc. That process. You want to give them that guide and then let them know that they need to personalize it so it sounds like them, so it fits them. But then that way, they're going to be much more likely to follow up with stay in touch with, stay engaged with the people who are in this group and attending events if they don't have to think about, okay, what do I do next? What do I say next? Create that process for them and you will have much more duplication and much more growth on your team when you help them with that. Because most people don't know how to do that. They don't know what to say or it's hard, you know, them coming up with what to say. So if that's not a strength of yours, find someone on your team who's really good at it and collaborate together to come up with something that the whole team can use. And your action step homework for today is to create a poll inside your team group and ask your teammates to vote and let you know who would be interested in learning more about how to grow their customers and recruits using a team prospecting group. Then message each teammate who votes yes on the poll, message them the link to this podcast or blog and post it to your team group. Follow up in a few days and ask who would be willing to join and be an active part of a team prospecting group for your lineage. And if you're ready to get unstuck, master your work at home mom productivity and time management by creating a flexible and adaptable work schedule that fits into your crazy busy mom life, along with a roadmap to help you learn how to craft and break down purposeful goals that will help you succeed in your business, plus training on which income producing activities are the best investment of your time and how to make the most of your power hour business work time, then check out my Purposeful Productivity Pathways course over at AbundantMomLife.com forward slash productivity. Mamas, you cannot succeed in business and life and live abundantly until you learn how to master your time management and productivity. And the good news is you don't have to sacrifice family time or self-care to grow the successful and sustainable business you desire and deserve. I know because I have used these strategies to help me grow to the top 1% of network marketers while working two to three hours a day. I got you, mama. Let's grow at AbundantMomLife.com forward slash productivity. And before you go, let me leave you with an abundance prayer. Father God, we thank you for the circle of influence teammates you have blessed us with and for the ones yet to come. Help us to lead with a servant's heart and remind us that growing a team and using our gifts to help impact lives is not simply a responsibility, obligation, or want, but a ministry. Help us to love our team well and create a better together culture that honors you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for listening to Mommy's Show. Hey, Mama. If you found value in today's show, I'd be truly grateful if you take a few moments to hit that follow or subscribe button and leave an Apple Podcast review. You can even share this podcast with your team because when we work together, we can empower Mamas to claim the abundant life they desire and deserve. Come join our Facebook community at Abundant Mom Life for Network Marketers. Can't wait to get to know you.